Youth Leading the Way, empowering change and encouragement in the United Methodist Church with Matthew and Kristen Basilia here on episode number 66, a bonus episode of the To Be Encouraged podcast with Bishop Julius C. Trimble like the youth especially, trying to make sure that, that we're involved. And the biggest reason I'm there right now especially is because we're trying to make a big movement about involving younger people in certain areas of the church. Like just a couple of weeks ago, I got to preach at my church uh, alongside one of my pastors, uh, Glenn Robin, which is a fantastic experience. Um, I get to work with other youth sometimes in leading services. And I feel like the United Methodist Church is really, that's something that I've always appreciated about the way of doing things that we're good with having other people who are not the people who are always leading and getting more of a diversity up on, on that stage. Because listening to the same person every week, it's nice and you know they always have good messages, but it's nice to also get a fresh face up in there every once in a while. You are welcome to be encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble. Bishop Trimble is on a mission to encourage you with the love of Jesus Christ so you can rise to your highest potential. On To Be Encouraged, Bishop Trimble speaks to a discouraged world with a good word on the pandemic, racism, the environment, human sexuality, and the state of the church with a focus on centering your life on the love of Jesus Christ. Has there ever been a more needed time for an encouraging word to our world? This is your time to rise to your greatest potential and to be encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Tremble. Hello again, good people, and welcome to To Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Tremble, the podcast where we love to offer an encouraging word to an often discouraged world. I am your co-host, Reverend Dr. Brad Miller, coming to you with a special summer edition, a bonus edition, if you will, of the To Be Encouraged podcast. This is, this is episode number 66, and we're featuring some interviews that we did at the annual conference session of the Indiana Annual Conference of the United Methodist Church, Church held in June of 2023. And we were able to talk to a lot of great folks there uh, at a special location we had set up in the display area of the conference and to ask basically uh, two questions of people. Why are you a Christian and why are you a United Methodist? And so we are able to talk to a lot of folks. And, of course, the Bishop Tribble has a, a book out called Ten Reasons Why I'm a United Methodist. And we, start, we centered around some of the themes of that book. But really we're asking people that question, or those two questions. Why are you a Christian and why are you a United Methodist? So we're having a series of interviews around that we'll be, uh, we'll be having this summer of 2023. And one of the unique experiences that we had is I had two people come to me and uh, to be interviewed. And it was a young man, 15 years old, Matthew Basilia. And uh, he is one of the youth delegates to the annual conference, made 
gave some good memories to me because when I was 15 years old, many years ago, I was a youth delegate to the annual conference as that's one of the things that was instrumental in my own uh, pathway towards Christian ministry. I'm a retired, uh, a retired United Methodist elder. But Matthew was with us, and he shared some words of his faith and his journey as a youth delegate, some great things to share. And that's going to be the first part of our interview, talking with Matthew. Then the second part of our interview, we're going to be talking with Kristen Basiglia. That's his mother, who came as a lay delegate from her church. They are both are from the Grace United Methodist Church in Lafayette, Indiana, and they have a great, great background. Uh, Kristen has a background from some family members, members being United Methodist clergy and involved with the church through her life. And Matthew is getting really involved with uh, the aspects of youth ministry in his church and the involvement and the empowerment of youth uh, in the church. And there's a really, you know, some really great things about that. We talk about the inclusivity in the church and diversity. Uh, we talk about being a part of something bigger than self, building relationships in the church and how it's all about building a relationship with Christ uh, moving forward. Some great things in this conversation with uh, first Matthew uh, Basilia and then with Christian Basilia. We will love to talk to them in our conversation here on To Be Encouraged. So let's get into that conversation right now. Hello again, good people. This is Reverend Dr. Brad Miller coming to you from the floor of the Indiana Annual Conference of the United Methodist Church at uh, Emmons Auditorium, Ball State University, about 1,200 delegates and lay and clergy devoted folks who are here from all around Indiana and points beyond as well to uh, celebrate Christ, to talk about breakthrough prayer. Our theme is praying forward, no turning back, to do the business of the church and to uh, move forward in ministry from wherever we are at. And we're pleased with us to have many Many people here are a part of uh, the contingents here, here uh, contingents of lay delegates here. And one of those lay delegates is here with us right now as our special guest. And your name is? Matthew Basilia. Matthew, we're glad that you're uh, with us here t uh, today. And uh, tell us where you're from and who you represent. I'm from uh, Lafayette, uh, Indiana, and I represent Grace UMC. Awesome, awesome. Well, tell me, uh, one of the questions that we like to ask here, folks, on To Be Encouraged, is what is one thing, by the way, you like to go by Matt or Matthew, or like to, what do you like to go by? Uh, Matt. Matt. So one of the things we like to ask here, Matt, is uh, what is one thing, one reason why you are a Christian? I think it's the biggest thing for me is especially after COVID hit and we had to deal with a lot of losing things. It's something that I can hold on to and I can remember, especially with things not being certain. It's the one thing in life that I can remember to be certain, something that I can hold on to in the times of, you know, needing it. Mm -hmm. I feel a lot of people see it as a light, and I see it as a light that I can hopefully help shine to others. Kind of a reflection thing, huh? Mm -hmm. So you see that as a source of comfort and Very confidence? Very much so. For a long time I had to deal with not feeling comfortable, not feeling like there was a lot of light in my world, and then I discovered that there are a lot of people like me, either in age or in spirit, and that I can go and I can, you know, confide myself in them. So what were some of the things you felt uncomfortable about that uh, your faith in God helped you to feel a little more comfort in? Definitely my place in the world. For a long time, like, uh, I wasn't, I was homeschooled for a while, then I moved to the public school system, and for a while I felt like I didn't have a voice, I didn't have a lot of friends, 
And after I started going to church and kind of starting listening more, I kind of started to feel my place in the world, started to get more set in stone. I found better ways to communicate with people, better ways just to live my life in order to be more of a part of the community. So your church helped you in that process to find kind of a pathway and a place to go? Very much so. So tell me about that. In other words, tell me at least one thing, one reason then you are United Methodist, and particularly at your church. So at my church, um, what's a good way to put it? My church really is all about, um, like the youth especially, trying to make sure that, that we're involved. And the biggest reason I'm there right now especially is because we're trying to make a big movement about involving younger people in certain areas of the church. Like just a couple of weeks ago, I got to preach at my church uh, alongside one of my pastors, uh, Glenn Robin, which is a fantastic experience. Um, I get to work with other youth sometimes in leading services. And I feel like the United Methodist Church is really, that's something that I've always appreciated about the way of doing things, that we're good with having other people who are not the people who are always leading and getting more of a diversity up on, on that stage. Because listening to the same person every week, it's nice, and you know they always have good messages, but it's nice to also get a fresh face up in there every once in a while. And just to be clear, tell, uh, tell our listeners uh, how old you are and if you're in your situation in life that way. So I'm, I'm 15, and I'm uh, going to high school, especially sometimes when you don't feel like your voice is being heard. I found that, you know, church especially, you know, the you know, Methodist church is a good place where your voice is going to be heard by people you care about, people who care about you, and it's just somewhere where your voice will make a difference. It sounds like in your particular church, your pastors and other folks there and your perhaps your youth ministry have been helpful in helping you find a place and a place of belonging? Very, very helpful. Without them, it would have been a very different story for where I would be right now. I kind of, it was a rough time for me for a while, and they helped me get my feet back on, yeah. on the ground. Well, Matt, I see that you're wearing, your viewers can see you're wearing a, a rainbow shirt. What's yes, the, I am. What's the significance of, of that for you? Well, I support the LGBTQ plus community fully, and I just want to, I'm not personally part of the LGBTQ plus community, but I uh -huh. want to support in every single way that I can. So that's a part of who you are, is the acceptance and the uh, inclusivity of that? Very much so. It's, I feel like it's one of the most important parts of church is to make sure that everyone feels included. Because for a long time, I understood not being included. And if, it's not fair for anyone to be put out of that for a reason that's arbitrary. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so in your experience then in youth ministry, in United Methodist Church, in your experience of God, it sounds like it's helped you to find your pathway in your place. Very much. What are yes. some ways you feel like maybe you can help be a, uh, a part of the process, the support or the encouragement of others who maybe have in their own struggles of finding their pathway? I've been trying to work with, especially with that recently. I have friends who I'm trying to get involved in the church, and for a while it was kind of like, oh, hey, just come to youth group. Hey, we can talk about God, but I realized that that's not the best way to go about it. You need to kind of start slowly. Um, like I had them come and we had an overnight at my house and then the next morning I was like, hey, uh, you could you could stay at my house or we could just you know, go to church, just you know, go to the youth group, you know, like a one-time thing. They came to that, that was fine, you know, and then I got them to come back later for help with an Easter egg thing and then I got them come back for, uh, we did like a nerve thing at our church and we did that and I just kind of trying to build that slowly over time. You don't want to like say, oh, start going to church every week, uh, I'll do this every single week. You want to start slowly and I feel like over time that'll give them the ability to acclimate to the church setting and find that voice inside themselves that maybe they didn't realize they had. So it's like you're in the process of building trust, building, building friendships before you get too much into the heavy 
the heavy God length. stuff. Exactly. Kind of, yeah. That's awesome. Well, just one more question for you here, Matt. If you had to say that the theme of the Bishop's podcast that I do together with him is called To Be Encouraged. And so what we like to say is it's an encouraging word for an often discouraged world. And there's a lot of discouraging things in the world. You mentioned a couple of them, people not fitting in, yourself and some others. Uh, what do you, would you say for you is an encouraging thing uh, right now? Seeing other people trying, I think, is the biggest thing that I, I see that helps me. Because sometimes I'll feel like I'm trying, and then if I feel like I'm by myself, then there's no point to trying. But when I see other people trying, it inspires me to keep going myself. I see this conference, I see others out there in the world trying their best to work in an imperfect world. And I think that's probably the most encouraging thing right now. Helping navigate an imperfect world, I think it's a pretty good way of putting it. Well, tell us your name and where you're from one more time. I'm Matthew Basilia, and I'm from Lafayette, Indiana. Very good. And your church is? Uh, Grace UMC. Grace UMC. And you've been our guest today on the To Be Encouraged podcast, coming live from the Indiana Conference of the United Methodist Church. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Hey, it was great to talk with Matthew Basilia and uh, a, a youth delegate to the Indian Indiana Annual Conference from Grace United Methodist Church in Lafayette, Indiana. An impressive young man, I think you will agree, just uh, says great things about the present state of the church with the involvement of youth. Part of that also comes with the involvement of people like uh, his parents. His mother, Christopher Sidia, was with us as well at the annual conference, and I had a chance to chat with her. She is a lay delegate from her church, Grace United Methodist Church in Lafayette, and some great things to share as well. So let's get into our conversation with Kristen right now. And welcome back, everybody. This is Reverend Dr. Brad Miller from the To Be Encouraged podcast, coming to you live from the floor of the Indiana Conference of the United Methodist Church. It's our pleasure and a privilege to be with you as we talk to great uh, lay folks and clergy who are here to pray it forward. No turning back at, at the conference here. And we have as our guest right now the special... Kristen Basilia. And where are you from, Kristen? Lafayette, Indiana. And tell us about your church. Uh, I am a member of Lafayette Grace United Methodist. Awesome, awesome. Well, tell us one cool thing about your church. It has been a part of our community for many years, and we're known for reaching out into our community. Awesome, awesome. Well, we're learned, that's one thing about your church. Now let's learn something about you. Tell us one thing, uh, Kristen, one reason that you are personally a Christian. Because without it, it's just too hard. It's just, there's too much turmoil and too much dissension and too much pain to be able to walk through life without having a basis and a grounding that can help us when things don't go right. Because it's not if, it's when. Mm. Yeah, I love the way you put that. Um, without it, what are you going to do? You know, have something bigger than yourself yeah. to be grounded upon. And uh, otherwise, we're kind of unmoored, you know, we're kind of just drift. And then that's a great way to put it. I love the way you phrased that. And then you live out your faith in community. And one of the communities we live that, as you mentioned, is your church. And you mm-hmm. mentioned your, some aspects about the outreach of, of your church. But tell me one, at least one reason why you are a United Methodist. 
Um, so at our church in Austin, when we lived in Texas, they did. I, I grew up in the Methodist faith. My uncle was a is a retired um, United Methodist pastor, and I'm not sure I'd ever explored why I was a Methodist. And our church did a whole series on John Wesley's preachings, and in studying it, I realized that for me personally, it made a lot of sense. It connects with me in the sense that um, do no harm, do all the good you can. It's very easy for me to wrap my head around it, and it's very accessible. It's something that I felt like I could preach. It follows right along with the gospel. We're supposed to reach out. We're supposed to preach. We're supposed to do good, and we're not to harm. Those things, that's easy. It's, I mean, it's easily taught. Yes. I won't say it's always easy to follow and do well, every day. Implementa implementation piece is a little bit more difficult than the because stadium, we're human. but it's understandable is what I'm yes. hearing you say. Yes, and for me, it clicked. That is who I am at my core. It's the way I was raised. It's the way that I believe. So deep down in me, I can't imagine being anything other than a United Methodist. Yeah. So that's wonderful, and I love the way you, f you phrase that using, you know, to do no harm and to uh, uh, stay in love with, with, with God and to do all the good that, that, that you can. Thank you for, for sharing that. And then one of the things that we like to share here is that the theme of this podcast is to be encouraged. So share with me and with our audience, if you will, just look right in that camera and share what is at least one thing you are encouraged by as we sit here today. I'm encouraged by the number of young people that I'm seeing. Uh, our son came with me. We didn't know how that would work being 15. And he has had emerging leaders connect with him. He's had the district youth group reach out to him. And I'm seeing my son grow right before my very eyes in faith. And it's such an amazing, encouraging group of people. I feel so blessed that we got to come. And that's a special moment, having that uh, your son here with you and being a, a delegate. And, and oh, I'm wonderful. Well, tell us one more time your name and where you're from and your church. Kristen Basilia, Lafayette, Indiana, and Grace United Methodist Church. And Kristen is our guest today on the To Be Encouraged podcast, coming to you live from the Indiana Conference of the United Methodist Church. Thank you, Kristen. Thank you. Thank you very much to uh, to Kristen Basilia and her son Matthew Basilia for being on our podcast here today on To Be Encouraged. A real joy and a privilege for me to talk to these two folks and to see this interchange between a, uh, a mom and her 15-year-old son and see them involved and engaged in the life of the church. How cool is that? Really, let's take a moment to think about that, that that is an awesome thing. And I was glad to witness it and to share this uh, story uh, here with you today on the To Be Encouraged podcast and this uh, special uh, summer bonus episode of To Be Encouraged where we talked to people at the, annual, at the annual conference session. We asked them basically those two questions. You know, what, uh, what does it mean to you? Uh, why are you a Christian? And the second question is, why are you a United Methodist? Well, more of these types of interviews coming up. We talked to a number of people, and we're going to be uh, talking, uh, sharing those here on To Be Encouraged over the next uh, number of episodes here as well. Let's talk about just a few takeaways from our conversation here, uh, here today. We talked a little bit about the power of inclusion in the church and diversity, about how important that is to have a diverse voice, youth, 
people of different races and genders and sexual perspectives, uh, how that is all represented in their understanding and thinking of, of what the church is all about and what it means to be a Christian, what it means to be a United Methodist. About Secondly, about being grounded in something bigger than self, that uh, serving God is something about uh, you know, understanding what you're doing through the, through the church is sharing the good news of something uh, bigger, and it uh, provides uh, a comfort and solace and certainty in an uncertain time. And uh, Matthew expressed it, how his faith serves as an anchor, for instance, and a light that he hopes to share with others. And the third thing we talked about, among, other, among several things, was building trust and relationship. And uh, Matthew talked about getting his friends involved, for instance, and, and highlighted the importance of building those uh, relationships and uh, focus, focus on building and trust. Uh, faith and community, being encouraged, that, those are all themes that Bishop Tremble lifts up, of course, the To Be Encouraged podcast, and we are here to, to do that. Great to talk to, to uh, Matthew and Christian and gives... Uh, is it that in our conversation in and of in and of itself is encouraging. So we look forward to more conversations like this. I got a whole bunch more to go to share with you over the course of the, the next few weeks here on To Be Encouraged. I hope you'll keep tuning in to the great interviews that Bishop Tremble and I have together and these bonus episodes where we talk to uh, lay folks who are responding to the very basic question, <laughs> two basic questions really. Why am I a Christian? And why am I United Methodist? We hope that you'll join us next time here on To Be Encouraged. Until the next time, speaking for Bishop Julius C. Trimble, I am Reverend Dr. Brad Miller. Until then, folks, always do all the good that you can. Consider yourself encouraged and appreciated for listening to Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble. Now, please share the blessing and encourage others in your life to listen, to be encouraged. You can do just that by pointing your people to the website tobeencouraged.com. That's T-O-B-E-E-N-C-O-U-R-A-G-E-D.com. Or connect through Apple Podcast, where you can follow, rate, and review to be encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble. When you do that, you're doing your part to bring a good word to a discouraged world. Remember to listen next week to be encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble and never forget, God loves you and there's nothing you can do about it.